Welcome to Warren Upstage, a podcast showcasing all matters theatrical in the city of Warren. I'm Lewis Kerman. In this episode, we return to Heart of the Hills players as they gear up for their next show, the variety program GI Holiday Jukebox. I had a chance to sit down with two behind-the-scenes figures, the show's director, Chancey Miller, and the music director, Bill Baird. We started off by talking about the previous variety show that they helped put on for Heart of the Hills, This and That. Well, it was a comedy review with music or a musical review with comedy. I'm not sure which. Um, every, we did a little bit of everything. There were stories. There, We started with Adam and Eve and went right through as far as we could go. Um, Adam, Adam and Eve were still in the Garden of Eden before they got thrown out and the temptation of the snake and all of those kind of things. That's a, a, a good beginning for a lot of things. Um, but the original story was written by Mark Twain uh, over a hundred years ago. And so we used a re- interpretation of that. And then the music, Bill can tell you more about the music. It was, he was the director on that one. It's very eclectic music, Uh, so it drew from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. It had quite a variety of music in it. We certainly enjoyed uh, pulling all those things together, but we tried to make the music match the skits or the action that we had in the flow of the show. So it was fun threading these ideas together into a, a show that made sense from stem to stern. So their new show is a holiday version of a previous variety program called, what else? G.I. Jukebox. Heart of the Hills' history of variety shows is rather circuitous, as Chansey and Bill will explain. Okay, let me me go backwards a little bit. Okay. This group was uh, formed so that they could do regular book shows and those things like Oklahoma and and, uh, South Pacific and things like that. Um, And as a side, they gathered the ability to do comedy. They gathered the ability to do just stand up and sing. Um, Choral singing is another thing that's working. Um, dancing, and that we've got a good core of dancers. And uh, so Bill, as a musician, has been doing this here longer than I have. Uh, he and I, the first show we did together was Carousel back in 2010. Yes, indeed. I remember it well. I wasn't in the, the pit at the time. I was on stage. Uh, you've seen the movie. I had the Van Johnson part. Good buddy. I was Jigger uh, Cragen, yeah. the, the leading man's uh, best buddy and who steered him wrong. But th- that's the kind of thing that they did. But they tried to do it only once a year, basically because it burned a lot of people out doing them. Uh, you have to remember the dialogue. You have to remember the music. You have to remember the, the dance where with a variety show, you only have part of that. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes the variety show has more music and dance than a, a regular book show. For instance, this show has over 50 musical numbers. Dance, song, uh, just 
playing music. And uh, it's really been a challenge for us to work with it. Everybody's got to learn a lot of songs. Now, some of them are songs like um, Christmas holiday songs that are sh everybody should know. But some of us, as we get older, don't remember exactly how we knew things sometimes. Um, when we did the first GI jukebox, everybody who auditioned said, I don't know anything about any of these songs. And then they got to hear the songs. Oh, I remember that. My, my father sang that or my mother sang that kind of thing. And that's the same thing here. You're going to find songs that people don't know, but it's in their memory. And we established throughout this show well, and the G.I. Jukebox itself, they had little themes running through it. Like in G.I. Jukebox, they said, let's go across the country. So they had things from California to New York. All the stops along the way had a song. And in this song, we, uh, this particular uh, show, we have themes like, uh, let's talk about blue songs. So that songs with blue in the title, they're all threaded together things like Blue Moon and so forth. And uh, with those kind of subplots, if you will, themes that keep these songs moving, uh, it's kind of pleasant reminders of, it, of the times that we're reflecting. Now the show overall is very much like uh, a USO show that would have been done in the 40s during the war. However, we're taking the view that we're not doing a show for the soldiers. We are remembering how it was back then, and we're giving tribute in that manner. That reflect your uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's an homage or a tribute to those people who were our forebearers in the forties, thirties, and forties. Part of the show will be a tribute to each of the branches of the armed services. We will be calling them out uh, each individually and paying tribute to each. So it should be, should be great for that. That sounds like a lot of work to prepare. How long does this process normally take? 10 weeks at least. And you work three times a, a week and uh, you skip holidays like um, Veterans Day, things like that. But uh, what we what we have is a, a group of people who get together and technically are here at 10 o'clock in the morning uh, and to one o'clock in the afternoon, three days a week. And uh, not everybody has to be at every rehearsal. There are parts that you're not going to do today, but you're going to do two days from now. And so we, we invite a lot of people just to come and, and join us for those smaller roles and smaller parts. It uh, also peels off to all the offstage action because that can't be done during the rehearsal times. But some of the offstage people come in to see what's going on. Uh, we have the costumers, for instance. They, uh, they need to see what it's going to look like on stage. Uh, we do have a number of people responsible for props and the scenery, and they're drifting in occasionally, and they have another schedule that they follow, and to be a couple times a week that they're building 
and gathering props and gathering costumes from our various storage areas. It's a lot of activity. In many cases, it's a five-day-a-week job that you don't get paid for. Uh, five days, uh, let's see, we had all of our dancers in dancing Saturday at a studio. They paid out of their pockets to get into a studio to go through all the dance numbers. So it's uh, a significant activity to get ready for a show like this. And all these folks go home with homework, memorization, reviewing the flows, which foot movement goes with which lyrics of which song, and remembering all those positions and making the shows move. It's, it takes some effort. So I accidentally admitted something during our talk. Uh, part of the reason I haven't taken up stage work myself in nearly 15 years is, well, I don't like doing homework. I think it surprised Bill and Chancy when I quoted a, an author who once said, I hate writing, but I love having written. That kind of sums me up. I think the people here love the process. They come together as a family to see each other every day. They look forward to it. It brightens each of their days, and uh, they put a lot of energy into being together with each other. This is, uh, as a theater group, it's, it's more of a club, a family, a, a tribe, if you will. So, birds of a feather like to flock together. And we have people who come from other groups, like Sweet Adelines. We've got three gals in this particular show from the Sweet Adelines. Um, they're just not working with them. We have uh, people from other theater groups that come to work with us. And that's part of the community that we belong to. Michigan is probably one of the states in the United States that has lots and lots of amateur theater. Uh, it used to be there were over 110 amateur or community theaters operating in Michigan. Um, the only ones that are bigger are New York State and the state of California. Isn't Heart of Hills pretty unique for the state? Heart, yes, Heart of Hills for, for Michigan and for the metropolitan area. We are the only standalone senior group. You gotta be 50 years old. We're not gonna take your children. We're not gonna take your, uh, the, the newlyweds and the babies and all of that. You've gotta be 50 at least. Our oldest uh, member is in his 90s and he still performs. He gets, he was in Chicago when we did it in the spring. In the show Chicago. In the show Chicago in the spring, yes. But we've, they've been doing amateur theater with our core group in Warren since 2004. But the basic group that first started, started in Rochester in 1984. So they've been doing theater for a long time. And there are names on our former roster that are no longer extant. But uh, really, uh, it's, a, it's a very good way to keep people alive. Um, frankly, it gives you some place to go and something to do after you retire. Um, I retired eh, 15 years ago. 
and I'm still active. I haven't laid down and gone to sleep and stayed there. <laughs> but uh, it's it's an exciting an exciting thing for us to do, and yet we're not giving up our families or anything like that. And now some final thoughts from the show's director and the music director. Well, if you if you figure that we've got over 50 songs that most people are going to most people are going to recognize, um, they just might just like to come and hear something that they don't hear every day or see on television. Yeah, it should be a toe-tapping good time that anyone can come to and enjoy. And we're not just aiming the show at seniors. Anyone could enjoy this. So it, it, uh, I'm hoping that the excitement of the show catches on in the community. They knock down our door to get in there because we have a, a very reasonably priced uh, presentation. I think people will find it's well worth their time and money. Heart of the Hills Players presents G.I. Holiday Jukebox, directed by Chansey Miller, with music direction by Bill Baird. Performances run Thursday, November 21st, through Sunday, November 24th. The Saturday show is 7 p.m. The remaining performances start 2 p.m. Tickets are available in advance at the Warren Community Center on Arden Road. You can call 586-268-8400 to reserve seats. And if you're over 50 and interested in getting involved, they have a website, hohplayers.org. You can also call 248-608-4926 for more information. Special thanks to Chansey and Bill for sitting down with me and break a leg to the cast and crew. This episode of Warren Upstage was written, produced, and edited by Lewis Kerman. That's me. Warren Upstage is a production of My Warren, to hear more of our podcasts, check out mywarren.org. That's M-I-Warren.org. As always, thanks for listening. <laughs>